0: It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. What I said to you, I shouldn't have said to you. Let's work it
1: out. That's harder than saying I'm done with you. Question. What if the person that you're really mad at right now was the assignment that God called you to to show them Jesus? And guess what? You just flunked the test because you're so worried about your feelings.
0: let's
1: work on this I apologize for what I said to you I shouldn't have said it let's work it out that's harder than saying I'm done with you question what if the person that you're really mad at right now was the assignment that God called you to to show them Jesus and guess what you just flunked the test because you're so worried about your feelings hurt my feelings hurt my feelings get over yourself We walk by faith, not feelings. Amen. And those who are the most broken are usually the most hurt. Because hurt people hurt people. So guess what? If you're the Christian and now you want to throw hurt on their hurt, well, why would I want to be like you anyway? Because you just like the world. We are called to love the unlovable. So look. Okay, say it this way. If I'm married, only if I'm willing to do the work of getting along. Marriage works when you work. When you stop working, it stops working. You got a date for life. You don't stop dating, praise God. John May said, John May said, man, I'm just getting sick and tired of you working out you doing two days now? I mean, what you trying to do? I said, I'm trying to stay in the game. Hey man, Praise the Lord. She's like, nah, you look good. I said, I know I look good. Because I'm working on something. I'm two years old. I'm, a te- I'm about to be a teenager. <laughs> God told me I'll be preaching at 75. So that's, a, that's about 30-some years. So for me to get there, I got to keep it right. Because 75, I want to look like I'm 45. I'm going to get that just for men. <laughs> Why not? I don't want to miss anything that God has for me. Whatever God has for me, I want it. Praise the Lord. And you have to get in your mind. That it's the hard work to keep a relationship. I promise you, I believe God created marriage to make me work harder. Because, boy, it's easy being single. You can leave when you want to, come when you want to. What you want to eat? Whatever you want to eat. You leaving? Yeah. All you have is a conversation with yourself. But when you get married, you got an opinion. But what about this? And what about that? What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Do you want to go? You want to (laughs) go. I just want to leave, man. I'm not telling the truth. You have to be considerate. You got to be thoughtful. Well, what would she think? That's why Paul said it's easier to be single. It is a gift. I said, I didn't realize when I read the Bible and I got married. I said, now there's a gift with being married too. Let me clarify. I don't want nobody texting my wife in the middle of service. People do that, Pastor? They do that. I get home. So what you talking about? Golly! How y'all beat me home? I ain't even get home yet. There's always a Judas. (laughs) Pray for him. Pray for that, Pastor. third service. Third service. Y'all know I'm treating each other with dignity and honor. Everyone say relationships are hard work because you have to always be trying to figure out where people are, and you have to be transparent. That hurt my feelings. You know what, maybe we should do this way. Let's work, all right. Number two, focus on what you have. Focus on what you have. This is one of the commandments. No lusting after your neighbor's house, or wife, or servant, or maid, or ox, or donkey. Don't set your heart on anything that is your neighbors. People get caught up with this all the time. Stay in your lane. Well, pastor, his wife is Cinderella. Well, you think she's Cinderella. She might be Freddy Krueger. They don't know that. <laughs> be careful. Be careful what you ask for. You think somebody smile on your face. She's a serial killer. You go sit down and talk to that brother for a while. The brother, no, no, You you crazy. Because, <laughs> see, we look at the outside, and we think everything's perfect. It's not. I said, with my marriage, I said, man, brother, I, I need a lot of prayer. Amen. I do. She needs prayer. I'm crazy. You Look, if you think it's going to work, and every day y'all going to be having good days, that ain't real. You have to pray your way through. Amen. Any married, anybody been married a long time? No, you, you, you better to run your way through. some someday you're like, man, take this job and shop at it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, come on, let's go. We be here all day. If you let your flesh talk, if you let your flesh talk to you, your flesh will talk. I don't get appreciated for nothing. You start murmuring and complaining, and before you know it, you're going know, to put yourself in a fit. No, stay right there. Mm-hmm. All right, 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel 18. This story, okay, this story is David has just killed Goliath. He's coming back from the battle. He says this, verse 6, as they were coming home when David arrived, returned from killing the Philistine, Goliath, the women came out of all the cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul. Who are they coming to meet, y'all? Are they coming to meet David or Saul? Who did they come to honor? Okay. With tambourines, songs of joy, and musical instruments. The women sang as they played and danced, saying, Saul has slain his thousands and David his tens of thousands. Okay, let's look at the next slide. Then Saul became very angry. Whoa, 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 it's your party. But this saying displeased him, and he said, they have ascribed to David ten thousand. But to me, they have ascribed only thousands. Now what more can he have but the kingdom? Saul looked at David with suspicion and jealousy from that day forward. Pastor, what are you saying? So many people killed their Davids because they're working for you. They're on your team. But just because they got a little praise, you mad. Listen, in biblical times, if there was one person that I had a fight I wanted on my side, it's probably David or Samson. But David was one of those people you want on your team. But the reason he couldn't be on the team anymore is because you got jealous because people started celebrating. We are on the same team. Man, I, when I played ball, there was a guy uh, on my team at fam. his name was Lydell. Lydell didn't have it all together. But when he hit you, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. He hit me one time. I said, Lydell, we in practice. I got to play tomorrow. What you hit me so hard for? Oh, I'm sorry, Jomo. I'm sorry. I said, I wasn't saved then, so I can not you what I told him. But that boy hit me so hard. I, I said, you know what? Lydell will run down on kickoff. And we said, Lydell, how do you hit people so hard? He said, Well, I just run and close my eyes, and whatever I hit, I hit. I said, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. Woo! When a person that dang crazy, Lord, he said, He just run and close the eyes. Because if he look, he'll get scared. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm a preacher and not a football player, right there. Golly, but Lydell. But guess what? If you were in a fight, You know who you want to call first? Lydell. Yes, Jesus. I want him on my team. We play pickup basketball. I want Lydell. We play track. I want Lydell. Why? Because every sport it was, he hit you. (laughs) And everybody need a lot. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come to today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guide. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's Five Keys to Her Prayer Success, Hezekiah's Seven Step Prayer Model, and The Sevenfold Ways to Pray to Get Answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com or JomoCousins.com. Again, JomoCousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo.
0: Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-432.
1: stop focusing on his king, God, and focusing on his kingdom that he was about to lose, he lost it. He forgot that God gave him the kingdom. Now he forgot who gave it to him, and now fear crept in that he was going to lose it. Listen, the Bible says there is no fear in God. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Notice, once fear crept in, he lost his mind. Meaning, you have to be careful when fear creeps in your life, because that's a gateway to the enemy. Perfect love casts out all. In God, there is no fear. Boy, there's teaching. Look what happens. Once he took his eyes off God, look what it says. Now it came about the next day that an the evil spirit from who? Not the devil. God. Because once he stopped trusting God, God says you could have him. That's what the Bible says in Proverbs 3 5 Trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your Saul left to his own understanding. This joke about, take my kingdom. Look at them. They praising him like he did something. Well, he did kill Goliath, but he works for you. He's on your team. Look what the Bible says. The spirit from God came forth to be on Saul, and he raved madly inside the house while David was playing the harp with his hand. As what? That means David stayed in his lane. And there was a spear in Saul's hand. Saul hurled the spear, for he thought, I will pin David to the wall. But David evaded him twice. He got so focused on what he was going to lose that he lost focus on who gave it to him. And every now and then we get so concerned about protecting stuff. Listen, it all belongs to God. It all belongs to God. Job said it this way: Naked I come in, naked I'm gonna go out. Bless be the Lord, because whatever you have, God gave it to you, and you can't take it with you. All right, next one, next one. Praise God. Focus on doing you. Look at your name. Say, do you, please? Let's do you. This is throw the scripture up. My pad is gone. Romans twelve four, and 8. look at this says. In this way, we are like the various parts of the human body. Each part gets its meaning from the body as a whole, not the other way around. The body we're talking about is Christ's body of chosen people. Each of us finds our meaning and function as a part of his body. But as a chopped-off finger or a cut-off toe, we won't amount to much, would we? So since we find ourselves fashioned into all these excellently formed and marvelously functioning parts in Christ... Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God, body, let's just go ahead and be what we were made to be without enviously or pridefully comparing ourselves with each other or trying to be something we aren't. When I, when I was, <laughs> there was a season in my life where I compared myself with people and I said, okay, who's my age? I'm gonna compare myself with the best person in the world at my age. Man, it was Tiger Woods. I said, golly, he got a big head start on your boy. Then he crashed his car. I said, guess what? I'm catching up. That's so terrible, man. All flesh. Terrible. I said, John, what what are you doing? And Lord hit me with God says, Look, you can't compare yourself to other people. You can only compare yourself from where you came from. So if you compare yourself from where God brought you from, because guess what? Everybody's story is different. Everybody's start is different. Everybody's family is different. Everybody's environment is different. So you know what I do? I compare myself from where I was. And I used to be there, and now I'm here. Praise the Lord. I used to be this, and now I'm that. Praise the Lord. But if you try to compare yourself to someone's situation, There's no context. So guess what? You'll always be disappointed. You'll always be chasing your tail because you'll never be there. Stay in your lane. Look what it says. If you're going to preach, preach. Nothing else. If you can help, just help. Don't take over. Don't you hear when people try to help you? All of a sudden, they try to take over the whole thing. I just ask for a little help. Now, you can go on back over there. (laughs) If you teach, stick to your teaching. If you give encouraging guidance, be careful you don't get bossy. If you are put in charge, don't manipulate. If you're called to give aid to people in distress, keep your eyes open. Be quick to respond. If you work with a disadvantage, don't let yourself get irritated with them or depressed by them. Keep a smile on your face. Why? Because if you ever work with a disadvantage, they'll have challenges. And if you're not careful, you get so caught up in your feelings, you don't want to do it no more. You came to help the disadvantaged. You came to help the weak and the weary, the downtrodden. Guess what? They got issues too. But I want you to understand, all of you are important. All of you play a role, but you got to stay in your lane. Bobby, oh, Bob, Bob, Come on up, y'all. I need about six men on the stage. Quickly, 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 quickly. Any six that want to come. Praise God. I got what? That's five, four, five, six. That should be good. Praise God. Now, this this is what I want y'all to understand. Y'all all all face that way. Y'all all all face that way. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on, B. Come on, B. Come on, slide back. Frankly, slide back, slide back. Everybody slide back. All right. Now, this is what I want y'all to understand. This is what God expects, okay? So, I ran, I ran uh, high school track. I don't look like it no more, but I did. That wasn't that funny, but that's all right. Uh, and uh, how you run track is I ran the first leg. I, as I'm getting closer to the first, first, uh, the first transfer, what I would, I would say is I would say stick, and he would lock his arm out, and I would boom right there, and you do a solid boom. Now guess what? This is me coming to church. I've handed a stick to the parking ministry. Guess what? Stick. Now, stick.
0: <laughs> <Let
1: me see. laughs> relay, the relay over right there, right? Relay over. Oh, relay over. Is, we start all over again. Okay. All right. When the person says you put your hand out. Pull up in a parking lot. Stick. That's parking ministry. All right, you can you can say it for yourself. Bang. That's the greeters. Stip. That's the ushers. The praise team. Stip. The message. Stip. The altar workers. Now, if everybody don't run their leg, everyone loses. So some Sundays you think, okay, maybe a good word. Maybe, maybe the praise was good. But if everything doesn't flow, we don't all win. But sometimes we get minimized. Because you feel like my position is not a big position. No, everybody's important. Everybody's vital in God's race. The world record for the 400 meters is 37.0304. The world record. foot? No. The four by one, the record is 37. The record for the 400 is 43, meaning one man cannot beat four people. Meaning, guess what? One man can't make this go where God wants it to be. It's a relay. And guess what? Thank you all, brothers. Appreciate you all. It's not just church. Question, what are you handing your kids are you handing them a generational curse or a generational blessing? Are you handing them a good attitude or a bad attitude? Why she talk so much? I don't know why she talks so much. Could it be because you talk so much? I don't know why she be cussing because maybe you cuss. What are you going to hand off to your kids? Are you going to hand off an inheritance or are you going to hand off debt? I'm handing love. I'm handing hate. Whether you believe it or not, every single day you're making handoffs. What kind of handoff are you giving? And every single day you interact with people. What are you doing? When people leave you, they should feel better. Because guess what? God before me. I'm gonna encourage you. I'm going to lift you up. Nothing worse than meeting the person you feel worse than you did before. (laughs) We're all important, y'all. Whether you believe it or not, we're all vital. I close with this. Young man goes to the old man looking for wisdom. The old man says this. He says, let's go down to the river. They told the young man to pick up a rock. He says, for what? He says, I want you to throw the rock into the pond. And he says, what do you see? He says, I see ripples. He says, okay. Now he says, now, now I want you to go put your hands in the water and stop the ripples. He put his hands in the water. He couldn't stop it. He says, I can't stop it. He says, the lesson I want to tell you is before, before you throw your rock, make sure you understand all the ripples that's going to happen. Because, see, when you step out of the lane, it does not hurt you. Cause if you ever watch the race, when a person steps out of lane, the other person falls too. Other people get hurt too. It's bigger than just you. Cause see, when you step out your lane, it doesn't hurt you; it hurts your kids too. It affects everybody. So before you decide to make some ripples, think about all the people it's going to affect. Cause it's bigger than you. Cause see, you think you're solo, but you're a part of the body.
0: Our oh, glory.